Welcome to the Keep It All Change Cast podcast, and we are growing exponentially. We are on episode 15, 55, <laughs> close enough. My name is Gugu Masuku, and I'm your host. And as always, I am joined by the one and only owner of the platform Change Cars, Mike Pursuit. Thank you, Gugu. Appreciate How's it? it? Always good to be here. Always excited. I'm always excited because we've got new guests. They say young blood. This is proper young, young blood, healthy, right? good blood, man. <laughs> good genetics. So good genetics. in case you're wondering who we're talking about, we've got uh, a very cool, cool guy, cool cat in the studio. Young, but cool. Um, his name is Nicholas, but he goes by so many different names. Nicholas, Nick, Neof. What, what, what's your social media handle? Neo Cinematics. Neo Cinematics. SA so Talk. You may have seen all of those on social media. You may have seen him on social media with his car. Nick, welcome, brother. Thank you guys for having me. I really do appreciate it. Well, thank like you for I was coming. saying before we started, this is my first podcast. So I am a little bit uh, oh, shaken. Easy. But uh, yeah, I hope you boys take it easy on me. Uh. <laughs> Nothing to be nervous about. You're a natural. No, As a matter of interest, because good... Nick is your connection. How did you meet Nick? <laughs> Shall I tell the story with you? You can You can go <laughs> ahead. So I, I, I go to this BMW launch in Durban. I'm invited, you know, do my thing. That's what I always do. It was the BMW 4 uh, Series Coupe. Four, yeah, the 4 Series and the Grand Coupe. Grand yeah, Coupe, 440 yeah, yeah. 440i. I think it was also what, like the November, I think like the was it last year? November, yeah. 2021. 2021. So I rock up to the launch slightly late and... Everyone's chosen their driving partners. So I'm just like, okay, who am I going to drive with? Yeah. And the PR at BMW says, well, there's this new guy. He seems very nice. You know, maybe drive with him. You're the experienced guy. He's a new guy. <laughs> yes. But you're late and he's early. <laughs> so then I end up driving with Nick and we end up chatting and getting lost. Do you remember how many times we got lost? Yeah, we got lost quite a lot of times. Why did we get lost? <laughs> we did. Well, like it was my first uh, so I, my I had first a navigator. Launch. He was my navigator. And, uh, but... Yeah, my navigating skills are... Are they not, good now? Not well. I wouldn't say they they're too great, but they're better than that first time. Yeah. I can promise that. Yeah. yeah. So, what is your what is Nick's field of expertise? You tell me. So I am a videographer, basically. That's content creator, and I actually make a lot of content for corporate companies. Wow. That's what I'm specializing in. Specifically at the in the car field, or no, just uh, everything. Um, one of my main clients is like a vape company, so. I do a lot of I do a lot of different things, but I would like smoking. to smoking. <laughs> smoking yeah, is one of them. Yeah, let's uh, let's not talk about that. Eh? <laughs> um, I would like to try and focus more on car content and trying to produce content for automotive companies mainly because you know that is where my passion lies. So I'm trying to I'm trying to push that. Obviously, like you guys have seen my personal content, absolutely, and that's something that. Uh, I just did out of, uh, you know, cool, cool idea that I thought about. And, sure. Yeah. I've looked at your stuff, Nick. For our audience, please share your uh, address, the TikTok, Instagram, whatever it may be, because your stuff is exceptional. The way it merges, it is top notch. This Thank looks you, like man. something out of Dubai, out of Switzerland, out of Italy, wherever the best comes from. What is the address? Thank you, Mike. There? So um, I have two channels. Um, the main one is Neo Cinematics, and that's where I push my own personal content on. Then I have another channel called SA underscore Talk, T-O-R-Q-U-E. And uh, that's where I host like automotive events and, and uh, yeah, just mainly events, car events through that page. I mean, again, your stuff is outstanding, but you're also knowledgeable. So 
Let's not give him a soft landing. Drill him, man. Drill him, okay. Ask him, yeah, ask him, ask him. Well, he's asked for it now. <laughs> I'm here to I don't ask for it. <laughs> You've asked for it. No, no, I'm kidding. But, bro, I mean, you, you're not the average car guy. You, you're not. And, and those who don't know you may not understand, but I know you. Mike knows you. Where, where did that come from? The little passion for cars and, and we'll talk about the car that you own and, and, and. I think like most guys, uh, that passion for car, cars obviously comes from our fathers, you know. But I think as soon as I came out of my mom's womb, <laughs> I was already <laughs> loving, uh, I wanted to to be involved with cars. But yeah, no, my dad definitely influenced me. Mm -hmm. um, you know, he's always loved cars and, and he's always uh, been privileged enough, obviously, to be able to afford a few nice cars. So whenever he'd go on his car drives or just he's always, anything car related, he'd involve me. And uh, I think, yeah, that... I have two other siblings and they're not really into cars at all. Oh, Jade, Jade one pursuit. other boy, an older brother, and Easy. then an, the older sister, yeah. Now, and they don't like cars. Now, you mentioned Jaden. I mean, I've said it on the show before many times. My son is 12 years old. He's surrounded by car websites. He's surrounded by all things motoring. Not an interest whatsoever all, in cars. Mate. It's crazy. How, how it's it's crazy. amazing. Just, like a new car will pull into the driveway, something we've bought, you'll say, hmm, nice color, Dad. <laughs> what, what, yeah. what, what, what is this? What color is that? Oh, yeah. Audi still making cars in South Africa. Cute, man. Yeah, yeah no, no, it's funny how some people just, you know, they either have that passion or yeah. they're just not interested. They see it as transport from A to B and they're that's right. that. Literally, yeah. eh? But I've seen with, with the younger generation and I've seen this with my own siblings that they don't really care about cars. It's, it's about getting from here to there. And that's really it. 100%. But what was a treat growing up? So if I say to you, I bought my first car magazine roughly 1985, mm. okay? Whatever the edition was, March 1985, April 1985, I looked forward to that. Every single month, that was like the highlight. Read it from front to back. Ask a younger generation, uh, a newbie, do you read any car magazine, overseas, local? You know what they do now? Hey? You know what they do now? They watch videos. Yeah. Videos that Nick creates and other people, that's that's what they want to do. No one wants that's to read it, anymore. Yeah. It's sad. It's it's the social media is taking over our like my generation's mm. yeah, time mainly. I think like social media is just such a it's like a huge uh, black hole that never ends for people. People mm. just wanna watch and watch and consume and consume and it just never ends. It's and, so true. Yeah. So let's go back fifteen years. A car test of any car of your choice. Toyota Corolla 1.6 GLI. There was two car tests. Car magazine and top car or whatever the magazine was that was competing with it. It was only those two tests. And every single reference to that car would be, did you see the 0-200 time? was 9.45 seconds as tested. The braking distance. Today, how many reviews of a car are happening in the world? The same car is being reviewed Hundreds, literally hundreds of times. You yeah. put in Ford Ranger Wild Track. How many reviews of that are there? Ton on YouTube. There's plenty, yeah. But the most important one is the one by done by Google Masuku for Change Cars. Change Cars and all comes motoring. <laughs> Need advice? Visit changecars.co.za and click on the Keep It or Change Cars tab. Okay, Nick. So let, let's get into it, man. Um, stock or modified for you? Stock standard cars? I mean, I know Michael. When asked, when asked, did you see this guy? That's, I a, know. that's, a, that's a silly question to ask Nick. <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, it is a silly you question. You have to explain why, though. I'm going to be honest, guys. Um, you know, through my experience of modding cars, I think over the last like five years of mm. modding my own car and going through all of that, 
my views have changed a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, it really depends on if you have the money, the extra money to spend and do stupid things on your car because at the end of the day that is what you're doing it is kind of stupid to mod your car because you're not going to get that value back the mods that you you paid for at the price you're never going to get that money back when you try and resell that car it's actually better to take off all the modifications and sell the car like that otherwise you'll get quite a, a low uh, a deal to be honest so when you but, say your views have changed are yeah. you saying you were pro mod so and now you're going <sighs> towards a micro uh, way of life <laughs> it's tricky because i feel like if you are comfortable in your life and you have some spare money to spend on have a, kid. a project oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah no don't have a kid because then you're not modding anything ever <laughs> um yeah then go for it and mod your car you know you will obviously have a lot of joy out of it at the end of the day and uh but if you're not in that situation rather stick to stuck like to, yeah. to stick to michael stuck yourself yeah michael pushit style look i'm 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 in the middle i must be honest um i like a car that's slightly modded where you can't tell that it's modded so drop the suspension slightly and get the sportier mag off that car so if you've got the standard variant of the car and there was a sporty version of it like the rs or whatever it is get that mag put it on drop the car slightly and No one can tell that it's modified. You can't tell, but there's just something about the car that looks special and looks different. A little it's bit like, different, yeah. Yeah. Do you have a direct line to our producer? Just I need a little cup to hurl into. <laughs> hey, I, I you, promise you, yeah? I would change absolutely nothing. The only thing I would change is a brand of leather clear, leather care that you use and whether you used uh, what type of wax. Nothing must change. I've tried yeah. to teach him that. Hey? doesn't work. Now, what for you besides the actual cost? Is it the way the car drives? What was the drive to modify a car? Enough is never enough power? I feel like, you know, once you start doing once you start adding a couple mods, it's never enough, you know, it's this mod then that mod intake exhaust and then you you enjoy it for a little bit of time and then it's like, okay, let's do a little bit more and a little bit more so it never really ends. It's like a endless money pit. I must just tell pockets, you a little but... story with Nick. So I met him once. The night that I met him, we went for dinner. We go to the parking lot. Now, I love cars. And again, we know I'm not uh, driving underpowered cars. Nick's there in an AMG 45. Can I interrupt you there, Mike? <laughs> so now Google is saying that you do not like modded cars. And now you drove my car. How do you not like modded cars after that? I loved, loved, loved the performance. But with all, in all fairness, you don't have a car. You have a rocket. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I've never in my life felt a car literally want to snap my neck. It was like this car's really? sole intention was to snap my neck. Okay. Exactly. The only thing that stopped my neck being snapped was my right foot. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us a little bit about that particular vehicle. So it's a A45, 2013 A45 AMG. That puts out how much um, kilowatts normally? 265 watts. So yeah, 265 uh, kilowatts stock. Just not enough. And yeah, it's just <laughs> not enough because now it's making 422 kilowatts. Okay, let's get wheels. into that because I've been waiting for this. What have you done to that car to get it to that? What I've, mods have you done to it? All right, so my A45 has quite a lot of mods uh, that I've done to it over the last five years. But I obviously started small as one should. Um, <laughs> I started with like a plug and play system. I'm actually going to go through like the stages Stop of my car. Is, is that so, the stage one, stage no, two no, thing? No, 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 this about? is not stages, just my stages of how I modded the no, no, car. No, 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 when you say a plug and play, is that a like stage and, one? 
Because I don't know how I, they do no, it. No, not even a stage one. I wouldn't consider that stage one. Stage one would be like intake and software. Yeah. That would be a stage one, I think. And then stage two, intake, software, cooler, and an exhaust system. And then like stage three is when you start messing with your turbo. And yeah. Where did you it's start? you guys that uh, gave ESCOM the stage one load shedding. Stage <laughs> load no matter what we do, we can do more, boys. Yeah. Stage 12 let's, load let's shedding. Let's go, boys. <laughs> stage two wasn't enough. Yeah. So where um, did you start in that car? So I, I started with like a plug and play system. Then I went and put What's an a plug intake. plug and play system? So a plug and play system is basically like a box. It's like a, a tuning box that uh, plugs into certain... Um, uh, parts of your ECU and um, that basically allows you to not void your warranty because once you send the car in for a service you pull that out and it's perfect you know you can't pick that up so, so that's for our audience does every single car have an ECU as such yes that is standard that's from the factory put it in take it out put in the naughty one no so the naughty one basically gets it attached to the ECU. Oh, I see. Yeah, it goes into certain... Override. Oh, it overrides it, basically, yes. So, so it's aspect, yeah, yeah. it sends different signals so to the ECU. the gives you a place to plug in an additional... Yes. Very nice of them, because they know yes. there's uh, people like you around. I yes. Love <laughs> so that, that's how it started off. Um, and then I did an intake. I did a exhaust system after that. Uh, then we went and changed the charge cooler. Now, and for then, the audience again, what does that entail? So you say okay. the intake as okay, an example. Because yes. it sounds easy, but I don't imagine that's a plug and play. So no, the intake, well, you get bolt-on parts yes. for cars, obviously. So certain items or parts that were manufactured for a certain car, but they are um, aftermarket. Um, so the intake is an aftermarket bolt-on part from AMS that I put on uh, in the US. I don't know if you guys have heard of I've them. I've heard of the name AMS, AMS Alpha. They work on a lot of GTRs, high-performance GTRs. So that was a bolt-on mod that I put on, and then that helps the car um, suck in more air and breathe, get in cooler air, basically. It, it, the, the adapter for it is, is slightly bigger than the stock, so it lets the car suck in more air. Then after that, I did... Uh, Exhaust system, because the car was very quiet. Um, well, very I started quiet with an A45. <laughs> was, uh, listen, was. I don't know if you guys have heard of stock A45. They are quiet. No, they're loud. No ways, Google. They're so quiet. Okay, you need a Yamaha car. I know, right? yeah. You need a Yamaha car, and then, then you'll know yeah. what loud is. Um, so, yeah, I started with a downpipe, and then uh, basically the downpipe is the, the part that goes from your turbo uh, extending down to your midpipe. So that has normally has a cat on it, the stock one. You so it out. yeah, that becomes a catalyst downpipe. So now if I can just interrupt you right there, the term catalytic converter for me is just a problem no matter what you do. If you've got a problem with the car's performance today, it's something to do with your catalytic converter. No performance cars have a cat. Am I right? Yeah, no, you are right. It's Cats are basically there just to... Irritate and limit. And, and check the emissions and all of that stuff to, to actually kill your emissions um, quite a bit. But it's, it's halting the but performance. Yeah, it Am is. Right? It halts the performance quite mm -hmm. a lot. Yes. So carry on with your downpipe. So no, <laughs> no cat. So yeah, it's a down, downpipe, a catless downpipe. Uh, then I did a um, full exhaust system after that. So it was the in the midpipe all the way to the back box. And it basically is, a, it, my car is basically right now st a straight pipe but it has a valved system at the back. Right. So 
it works off a controller and oh, when you turn fancy. yeah you can either turn the valves on or off yeah and when they're off it bypasses that uh a back box and becomes completely straight that's back. what he calls a snap your neck mode I, I was gonna say do you think we need to invest in one of those <laughs> for no, our so next something interesting for me you said you did it in stages yeah each stage that you do can you 100% feel that uh, gain? Um, I must be honest, Mike. This is a tough, it's a tough question because now oof, we're going to dive into other yeah. realms. So basically, you know, it really depends where you take your car in South Africa. If the person that you're taking your car to is not good and he's not clued up on what he's doing, you're not going to feel any gains on anything. At the end of the day, software, I believe, is one of the most important things for your car. And uh, if you can get the tune right, you'll feel some proper gains. Yeah. So tell me here, um, you talk about software, right? I've, I've heard that software on a naturally aspirated car, be it V8 or V10 or V6, sorry, wasting your time. Is that correct? Does it have to be turbocharged? Mm, you can do, well, to be honest, I'm not 100% sure on that, Google. Um, I feel like there are obviously limitations in an yeah. ECU on an NA car that can be unlocked. You know, they can still overfuel, you can still overfuel a bit of the car and, and get a bit more power out of it. But you will see more gains on a, on a turbocharged on a car. car, yeah. Well, it's just how much, I mean, it's forced induction. So anytime you can force more air through the turbo or whatever a supercharger does. So that's why you're definitely not wrong. There will mm. be gains, yeah, but, but those gains will be minimal yeah. relative to. Relative to a turbo car. If you want gains with your NA, take it down to Durban and then you'll feel <laughs> Then gains. it will breathe, right? Yeah. But interesting that you say that. Even a turbocharged car, where people think a turbocharged car does not perform differently at the coast, even there, it performs differently. No, it does, most certainly. Where yeah. would a turbocharged car or supercharged car, as a matter of interest, let's mm -hmm. see if how you, for our audience, be faster, top speed. If you had a drag run in, in the where coast, would, at the coast turbocharged car, supercharged car, at the coast or in Joburg, where would it be faster? At the, or are you saying top speed? Top top speed, not acceleration, top, top speed. I think at the coast. Okay, yeah. where do you think? Well, well, which one? He grew up in Durban, so he's a little bit biased. Which uh, one? Turbo or supercharged? A turbocharged car, yeah. supercharged car. Yeah. So same category? Yeah, yeah. Where at the coast or at the in coast. Okay, Joburg. Where's the air thinner? Yeah. Top speed, you've got the forced induction. So... There's no real gain, but the air is thinner here. So yes. the car that's lost 17% of its power is because it is 17% thinner. It is faster. It is faster. Okay, yeah. Interesting. Okay. Anytime, anytime we can help you, my pleasure. Oh, thank you. Want SA's leading insurance? Visit changecars.co.za and click on the discovery logo. Okay, so now that we've spoken mods and everything you can do to your car, which you have probably done, Nick, you've done everything. Say there's a guy out there who wants to mod their car, but they don't want to affect the warranty of the car. What sort of mods can one do? All right, your so you're, this is a tricky question, obviously, because, you know, the automotive industry is strict with their cars and especially new cars. You know, no one really wants their cars to be touched and yeah. messed with. Well, it's very, very simple. Yeah. I'm guaranteeing your car and you're pushing the boundaries. Exactly. So what you goes know, wrong, you're going to blame. Why must, we, why must we fix absolutely. your parts if you 
100%. trying to get more power out of something that we've given you with this certain power that's and this guarantee. That's exactly, you know? that's exactly. Yeah, I'll, so. I'll answer the first part of that question for, for everyone. Plug and play, right? Plug and play. <laughs> there we go. So like I was saying, a plug and play would probably be one of the best ideas. Um, that way he can avoid uh, voiding his warranty. Mm. Um, another thing he could do is buy a downpipe if he wants a little bit more uh, of a, a angry exhaust tone. So, um, but you would need to remove the downpipe before you send your car for services, obviously. I mean, um, that nice and easy, just take it. No, no, <laughs> so if these are the things, though, if you want to mod your car, like, yeah, and, yeah. And it's work. even the basic mods, there's, oh, work. there's, there's work. tricks to it and mm. ways to do it. Unfortunately, the automotive industry in South Africa is going to hate me after this. As but, you know, I don't sit on the fence and I don't wear two hats. So I look at it from the manufacturer's point of view, exactly what you said. We're giving you the car with 265 kilowatts, which is already stonking. Yeah. Okay. You want to go put 330. Guaranteed you're putting 30% more strain on those parts. Not, not our problem. If you're driving an older car that's completely out of warranty, go to town, do what you like. But for the audience, my personal opinion, mm -hmm. if you're driving a car that's under maintenance plan, freeway plan, whatever the case may be, preferably don't touch it. Manufacturers are honorable people. They're not there to void a warranty, but give them any reason to void a warranty. They will, yes. And they, they will. will. Yes. Yeah. You miss a 10,000 kilometer service. Well, what, what Something goes wrong with the aircon yeah, yeah. that they wouldn't have touched at the 50,000 kilo service. And that aircon breaks. They'll say, sir, you missed your 50,000 kilo service. We, we acknowledge you wouldn't have done anything to your aircon. But that's what I say to you. They're honorable people, yes. but give them a reason. It's like life insurance. So again, I'm not Like insurance, to, hey, yeah. Any insurance. If you've got a car under maintenance plan, under guarantee, don't touch it. I must agree with you, Mike. Like, I think, you know, especially the new newer cars these days, if you're going to buy a new car and spend so much money on a car, because, you know, at the end of the day, cars' values are climbing through the roof. Um just leave it stock. Don't touch it. Wait for that motor plan to end. If you still have the car, go berserk, you know, do whatever you want, but just know for it, you just know you're going to pay for the maintenance at the end of the day. So what we're we saying, if you buy a Hyundai i10 with 70 kilowatts and 140 Newton meters of torque, just accept it or buy the i20. No, no, no. what we are saying <laughs> is just change the mags. That's the only thing you can get away with. And, 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 and lower the suspension. And that's the suspension. Yeah, and then that's it. Things. Yeah. But Google, yes. back to the question, actually, if someone wants to do uh, like some mods, uh, they can do exterior mods, you know, some mods to make their car look nice. They can ah, wrap their car, yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe carbon bits. And that stuff will, will not be voided by uh, your warranty. So that's, spoiler that's something you can, exactly. You know, yeah. if you want to rice out, go for it. If I say to you 10 years ago and 2013 was not a long time ago, mm -hmm. had you heard the term rap? No. You Didn't just know what that was. 100%. And all of a sudden now, it's amazing. Uh, yes. I always say to people, like, we know fax machines. Mm -hmm. 10 years ago or 15 years ago, you didn't know the term WhatsApp. WhatsApp is part of our life. Insta, TikTok. Didn't know them. Now they're part I, of our I life. I love the fact that you're on TikTok now. Like, <laughs> that's the biggest revolutionary thing He's watching my that content, I've ever changed Google. in your life. Eh? Yeah, yes. When you say I'm on TikTok, am I? You're on TikTok. Well, that, well, that shows you. I swear, I didn't even know who I was. <laughs> You're feeling on raps? Raps are, uh, so raps are, they are so tricky. It just depends on what sort of rap you get. You know, you get some good brands like 3M, 
Avery Tennyson, you get some good brands of wraps. You need to be careful what wrap you buy because, you know, if you, you know, wrap is supposed to last about five years yes. on your car, four to five years. And when you take that wrap off, car should be like new. The car should be like new, but some wraps, when you take that wrap off, you can actually pull the paint off. Well, you that's know, what and I and wanted to say to you. I've heard that people say they take a wrap off and exactly as expecting and there and it's that's like bad. it's like in the old days now yeah. you, have you heard of something called a sheepskin i have not come to you he's not works uh, what is that? a sheepskin is the the thing the seat cover in like the a seat cover. Yeah, okay. people would buy a brand <laughs> new car a brand new car yeah and, and put, that on put a seat cover over yeah, it yeah. so cover. you had this beautiful looking seat for the time and now they go put a horrible sheepskin why are you doing it to protect the seat there but the seat. I, I don't get that yeah. I, don't, I don't get that but when you used to take the seat cover off you'd have all this caked in dirt and it was just oh, it, was, no. it, was, it was just horrible oh, and no. the oils from the sheepskin oh, oh, it, was oh, just, oh, it was just horrible horrible Looking to buy a new or used car? Visit changecars.co.za. So you, you're quite big in the drag racing scene, aren't you? I wouldn't say I'm too huge, but I, I mean, mean people fast, do know me. Yes. For people do know me, yeah. Yeah. So how does one get into, or where does one start? If someone wants to get into drag racing legally, of course, and closed off events, where does one start? The car, what do you need to, to do to the car? I mean, you've done it all. Google now that is a tough question like all of these questions that you've <laughs> asked me um i think you know obviously you need to have a passion to drag race or want a race i think like and and money and yes, money lots of money the needles <laughs> the needles left out in greek <laughs> you need a mechanic you this. think you need it because i mean someone's got to fix that no but you need to have you'll need to have a tuna you'll i mean a tuna, yes. yes okay is that so, what you call it a tuner, yes, yes, someone that does tune the and car. And where does the drag races? I mean, obviously, I know growing up, Tolton. Yeah, that's so the only track that I know. And then, obviously, the streets of Millbrow on a Friday night where the cops don't go. There's Every Tolton, street. there's Midval. There's legal drag racing that happens in Brackpan every single Wednesday really? that people can go and spectate. When you say, when you say legal, I mean... Is that no, it's fair? legal, legal, <laughs> proper legal um, at the Rock Raceway. Oh, yes. And uh, I don't know, I'm sure you've heard of that, Google. And yeah, you can go and race. It's only 200 meter strip, and uh, you can literally race anyone and everything that you can imagine there. So, but when you think of dragsters, we're not talking about those cars where the wheels grow and they chuck petrol on them. So I had a drag. What do the wheels do? Sorry, okay? they, did you notice <laughs> the old dragsters, the the tire, the wheels used to they used to they go flex. from round yeah, to, flex, yeah. to oval. I love the way you described it, though. They, they, they used to grow. <laughs> But what is interesting, so I never thought a drag race could be exhilarating because it's just a straight line, like, you know, like on a race circuit, it's overtaking, it's taking corners. We were at Desi Raceway in Port Shepston. It was an Opel Superbus day, and there was 30 Opel Superbuses there and one BMW 325i S, okay? And I had the pleasure of driving it and drag racing in it. And the first drag race I did against uh, an Opel Superbus, I absolutely nailed him, flattened him, was not nervous, was amazing, was exhilarating. Yeah. The second, the third, and the fourth race, for whatever reason, I could not get the car into second. Yeah. yeah. And I spoke to the owner of the car, Ali Oliver Broom, personal friend of mine, and he said, Mike, I promise you, it's not the car. So 100% you. You're panicking. 100% you're panicking. Of course it's you think it's a car. It's all the adrenaline, yeah. Okay. Stu's Bob, finish the racing. I do a race by myself just for the cameraman. First, put off beautifully. Flattening everybody around you doesn't exist. Into second gear, 
super smooth. Mm. Just shows you how the adrenaline. Yeah, and I mean, is it, is, it, is it exhilarating for you? No, of course, it's always exhilarating, especially when. So obviously, we haven't. I haven't mentioned to you guys that my car is actually the fastest in South Africa. It runs a That's ten. What I want to do my next race in. You'll tell us the time now. But sorry, it runs a ten nine uh, one, and the fastest, fastest in what sense? Sorry, bro. So it's like the fastest fast? A forty five in oh, South okay. Africa. Yeah, and is um, it automatic? It is, yeah. I'm prepared to borrow it any time you want to lend it to me. <laughs> we'll have to see about that. We'll have to do a good trade. So what was the time that you said? 10.91. Is that for a quarter? Quarter mile, yes. Now, that is stonkingly quick. I mean, that is stonkingly quick. Oh, it is. What is super quick? Anything under 12 for a quarter mile? These days, anything well, super quick these days is nine seconds. Yeah. Really? Yeah. To be honest, but, but then what are we talking about? Uh, RS3 is mainly TTRS is RS3s. Move. Yeah. They move. But what? Is that much quicker than an A45? Yes. But what is it? Because you can just do something it's at the, the engine. Quattrous, it's All so it's five cylinder, as opposed to the four cylinder. Um, the Quattro system just is much better than the A45s. Uh, formatic. Um, yeah, I think I don't know. Audi have just found something with that five part. Eh? Go Audi. <laughs> I go yeah. Audi. Now, you've driven this car. I'm still to drive your car. And I will come back and report back on this podcast after I've driven your car. Okay. Nick, right. thank you, brother. Appreciate, I appreciate you it. coming and, you know, teaching us about the tuning world. You and I don't tune, Mike. We we just like average normal people. When you were talking about tuning, I was tuned out. <laughs> I'm like, trust me, trust me, I listen. But you'll never convert me. However, I do get it. When you drive his car, and I'm sure he'll let you drive it. Yeah. Trust me, you don't drive it. You fly that you fly. car. Looking forward to it, man. I'm sure you are, Google. Thank but you, yeah, Nick. Thank you guys for having me, and I really do appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. If you found value in it, subscribe, like, share, rate the podcast. And if you need any advice, car buying, car selling, insurance, whatever it is that's motoring related, email us, podcast at changecars.co.za. If you're looking for a car, just by the way, Go to changecars.co.za, search around, you'll find what you're looking for, quality cars from quality dealers, or a bike, or a boat, or a caravan. Whatever it is, you'll find it. For South Africa's best motoring content, catch all things motoring on DSTV Channel 189 and on YouTube. New episodes every week.